0: Listening
1: to a Sharesies podcast. It's Tuesday the 20th of July and you are listening to Recap.
0: Today we're going to talk about how the markets have responded to recent COVID-19 fears.
1: And we're going to talk about Zoom, who's dropped a ton of money to prepare for a post-pandemic world while IBM says it's done better than expected this quarter.
0: And JB Hi-Fi also released a trading update today. Welcome to the show. I'm Alice Roundtree. I'm a financial analyst here at Sharesies.
1: And I'm Jose Barbosa. I also work at Sharesies, but as a content producer, which is good because if I tried to do your job, Alice, I, I don't think I'd do very good. I'd be just like, it's all finance. It's money. That's, that's, that's basically what I'd do. We're here to recap some of the events shaping the share markets today so you can be a more informed investor in around 10 minutes or so.
0: We're broadcasting from SharesEase, a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Alice. And uh, before we move on, I think there's something I need to address from yesterday's show. You might recall that um, I made a couple of statements around around the uh, pronunciation of the uh, letter Z, the last letter in the alphabet. I claimed that Americans say Z, while the British and New Zealanders say Z. And I was informed uh, today that that is not the case. I got it mixed up and around, or mixed up and around. Uh, New Zealanders say Z, as do the British, and Americans say Z. So I'd just like to take this opportunity to apologise to the American people, to apologise to the British people. I'd like to apologise also to the people of New Zealand, Aotearoa. I'd like to go apologise to my partner and to Michael Bennett, the CEO of Z Energy.
0: I mean, I think a great way to remember this, Jose, is like I mentioned yesterday, the, the Kiwi band Z. I think, you know, that's all you need to say about it. Anyway, I'm keen to get started, so please first consider the following. Investing involves risk, you aren't guaranteed to make money, and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. Speak to a licensed financial advice provider for advice specific to your financial situation.
1: Thank you, Alice. Very important to remember that. Now, you said you wanted to chat about what's happening to the markets lately.
0: I do. So on Monday, yesterday, markets fell in the US, Australia and here in New Zealand as investors became a bit more concerned about the pandemic and the rise of the Delta COVID variant. Mm -hmm. Now this all started on Friday night over in the US. So remembering that US markets are open during our nighttime because of the time zones. Um, And what happened over there is that all three main US indexes fell.
1: Right, so remind me again, what are the three main indexes over there?
0: So we've got the S&P 500. This is roughly the largest 500 companies listed on US exchanges. We've got the Dow Jones Industrial Average. This tracks the performance of 30 blue chip US listed companies. So this means that they're well recognised, typically stable and established companies. Okay. And then we've got the NASDAQ Composite, which is an index tracking all of the companies listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange.
1: Right, so they all fell on Friday, but what's happened since then?
0: So yeah, these three indexes also fell again on Monday, so that was last night here in New Zealand. They all fell over 1% and the Dow Jones actually had its worst day since October last year and fell 2.1%.
1: Right, but these numbers are all from the US, what's happening closer to home?
0: So the ASX200, that's the index that tracks the largest 200 companies in Australia that fell almost 1% on Monday and it was down again this afternoon at the time of recording but noting that the markets are still open over there. Um, they're being impacted by the pandemic and those lockdown restrictions in Sydney and Victoria.
1: Yeah, and absolutely. Thinking of uh, people that we know over there. But what about plucky old New Zealand here? I mean, I, I could still go out and get a, you know a milkshake from Midnight Espresso. Surely that hasn't had any imp- impact here.
0: Well, we can actually still be quite influenced influenced by what's happening in other right. parts of the world and the US markets. So here in New Zealand, our NZX50, the index that tracks the largest 50 companies in New Zealand on the that are listed, hmm. that slid sli- slightly and f- closed at around 0.2% down on Monday. And it was down again this afternoon, again, at the time of recording.
1: Right. And you say it's uh, fears around COVID that are driving all this.
0: Yes, so there's been a flare-up of the Delta variant over in the US this month, and investors fear that this could threaten the US economic recovery.
1: So what would be your main sort of takeaway here?
0: So it's a reminder that coronavirus is still out there, navigating it is challenging, and it is a threat to the reopening of economies and the companies that are impacted by this. But it's also worth remembering that stock prices are at an all-time record high, Um, The Dow Jones is up more than 10% this year and the S&P 500 is up around 13% this year.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, business still continues. Thanks for that update, Alice. Now, be warned, um, for my story, there's some very big numbers included in here.
0: That's okay. I'm a financial analyst, so I live and breathe numbers.
1: Well, I'm I'm glad someone does, because I needed smelling salts when I saw the story. Uh, So Zoom, we all know about Zoom. That's the video conferencing platform that became ubiquitous during the pandemic last year. They announced that they are acquiring a separate company for $14 American dollars. Oh, my Lord.
0: That is a fair few zeros. So what kind of company are they buying with this kind of money?
1: Yeah, it's important to uh, note uh, uh, Zoom's background. I mean, COVID did make Zoom. Their sales in 2020 uh, increased by 326% to $2.6 billion. And that has kind of begged the question though, um, what do you do after the uh, pandem- uh, pandemic? What do you do post-pandemic? Um, its shareholders will want to see more growth. They want to continue that growth. And one way to do that is to acquire companies that can help you to do that. So in that sense, uh, Zoom wants to buy a company called Five9. That's spelled F-I-V-E-9, nine, numeral nine. It makes cloud-based software that uses uh, artificial intelligence to interact with customers and answer their questions.
0: I must admit, some of this tech stuff, worse like AI, that goes over my head. Me what too, do you me mean too. by that? Uh,
1: well, you know, when you go on a website and a little window pops up saying, Hi, I'm Daryl. Do you need any help today? Uh, that essentially is what Five9 does. Uh, customer care nowadays is increasingly involving chatbots and artificial intelligence to respond to customer queries.
0: I'm embarrassed to admit how long I thought that was an actual person talking to me and those types of customer care chats. I mean,
1: it can be, you don't know, but increasingly it's becoming more just, yeah, just a bot.
0: Right. So how is this going to help Zoom? Well, it seems like the plan is to add 5 customer care
1: software to its own communi- communications package, making it way more attractive to business customers who will pay more for a single integrated product. Well, that's the plan anyway. 5 existing customers, which uh, obviously um, Zoom will... will, will, will acquire, include uh, companies like Under Armour, Citrix and Lululemon. It means also that they can compete even better in the internet communication space uh, with the likes of Microsoft and Google who've all been upgrading their work from home tools. Uh, Interesting, I didn't know that it had its own acronym before, but this market is called the Unified Communications and Collaboration Market, otherwise known as UCNC. It's estimated that the value of this market is $47 US dollars.
0: Oh, well, I didn't yeah. know that acronym either. Yeah. So is this deal all done and signed off?
1: Not quite. Uh, they do need shareholder approval. Um, hopefully, apparently, the uh, deal should be closed the first half of 2022.
0: Right. So, yeah, that was a lot of numbers.
1: And there is more coming. A venerable computer company okay. IBM, we all remember IBM, announced that second quarterly... Uh, earnings. It spent 1.7 billion in acquisitions in that in that um, quarter. It bought up a couple of companies in software management and consulting.
0: So were they buying up for the same reason as Zoom?
1: Kind of. They've been buying up all year in an attempt to modernise their cloud capabilities, mainly.
0: Okay. And so you you mentioned that they released their earnings. What happened here?
1: Yeah, well, well, just really quickly, the company reckon they performed strongly to beat the expectations by analysts. So, for example, uh, they're expected to get uh, $2.29 per share. Uh, they got $2.33 adjusted earnings per share. Uh, they ex- also expected, in terms of revenue, to collect $18.3 billion. In uh, reality, they got $18.8 billion. Um, and basically, it's the fastest revenue growth they've gotten in three years.
0: Right. Well Jose, now you've gotten me onto the topic of financial results so I have something that I want to share.
1: <laughs> There's probably no point in trying to stop you now, what's been happening?
0: So JB Hi-Fi, they also released financial results today for the year ended 30 June 2021. They are listed on the ASX and it's worth noting that these financial results aren't final, they're preliminary and unaudited um, and they Expecting to release the final numbers in mid August.
1: Okay is is that is that something that companies do often? Is it is it a usual thing?
0: Uh, sometimes, and it's a way just to to give investors a bit of a heads up, minimise some surprises that might come their way.
1: Oh, okay, cool. So yeah. Okay, great. So remind me again, what does JB Hi-Fi do?
0: So they operate in three business divisions. They've got JB Hi-Fi stores though, that sell home electronics um, in Australia and New Zealand, and then they've got a business called The Good Guys, and they sell electrical and home appliances.
1: Right, so what were their results today?
0: Um, They reported record sales and earnings for FY21, a 13% growth in sales, and that's to $8.9 billion, and 67% growth in profit to $506 million. So remember that that's incorporating the impact of COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, But they said that sales momentum was strong with continued increased customer demand for the electronics and home appliances. And they also said they had disciplined cost control, which helped contribute to that increase in profit.
1: Right, thanks for that. Was there anything else in their update today, though?
0: Yeah, so they also reported on their sales for the quarter, April to June this year. Okay. Um, and JB Hi Fi Australia and the Good Guys, their sales actually fell for the quarter compared to this time last year, but they were up around about 20% compared to this time in 2019. Uh, whereas JB Hi Fi in New Zealand, they increased both of those years.
1: Okay, cool. So they, did they say anything about the year to come?
0: Yeah, they have signalled that in July, so the first month of the new financial year, that has been disrupted by the COVID lockdowns in Australia, particularly in Sydney and Victoria. And they will provide an update on this when they release those full year results in August.
1: Lovely stuff. We'll keep an eye out for that, eh? Thank you so much, Alice. Always a pleasure. And thank you to you out there for listening in. Do not forget to sign up to the Lunch Money Newsletter from Shazies. There's a link to it in the episode description.
0: It drops three times a week and is packed with even more news and stuff you need to know. We'll be back to no- tomorrow. Have a great evening.
1: Māti see you then.
0: See you then.